Hey, welcome to uh, the Black Financial Channel. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. So good to see everybody. Today, I want to talk to you guys about uh, the real estate market and uh, also some things that have happened in the stock market lately. Uh, today, the stock market had a really good day. A lot of money got made. So congratulations to those of you that are invested consistently. And uh, also, I'm going to talk to you about why people are not selling their houses. Uh, it's more complex than you might think. So get comfortable, buck up a seatbelt. We're going to get started on the Black Financial Channel right now. Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. That's theblackfinancialchannel.com. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I am your friendly neighborhood finance professor. On the Black Financial Channel, we talk about black wealth and black economics every day, sometimes as much as 10 times a day under the B1 condition. B1 means we are black first. Black first means we love ourselves. It does not mean that we hate white people. It just means that we're building for the future. It means that we want to do the work. We believe in things like black love, uh, black wealth, black family. We want black people to be healthy. Give me a yes if you agree that these things matter. Give me a yes if you agree that we must solve our own problems. Give me a yes if you agree that if we don't solve our own problems, nobody will. Uh, let me know what city you're from. Please uh, shout out your city. Uh, what's up, Vic and KB Strong and Juanita, uh, some from the B First Black First community in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I just spoke in Milwaukee, actually, uh, not too long ago at your hip hop week. I love Milwaukee. Good people out there. Very good people. All right. So uh, also, don't forget this podcast is on Spotify. So uh, after we get done, open up your Spotify, look up Boyce Watkins and just hit the follow button so you can follow the podcast. I will be on the every single day you will hear from me on a regular basis and i promise you you will be smarter better and wealthier once you listen to me for a little while i know i can help you all right so uh anyway let's hop into this conversation uh i don't have a lot of time i'm going to be teaching a little bit later on tonight so i want to make sure that I'm, I'm ready for that but i wanted to talk to you guys about a couple of things i saw in the news today uh some of you made some money in the stock market today congratulations if you're an investor today was a very good day in the market uh, lots of good um headwinds uh, or tailwinds actually that are pushing your portfolios forward that's a good thing uh that the, my favorite way to make money is to make money without working and uh that's the best way to do that i was talking to you guys this morning about how the average american family now has a million dollar net worth which is absolutely crazy that is not the median though the median is much lower the median is about 196,000 the median is uh, a number that represents the true middle the mean is stretched like a rubber band and gets stretched because you have people at the extreme that their their weight they it's it's a weighted average right so the the wealthier people stretch the number and make it higher so a million dollar net worth is not indicative of the average american family but that is the average right now it's kind of crazy right uh but anyway uh, it, one of the things about wealthy people is that most wealthy people, a lot of wealthy people in America, they make their money without working. They make their money through things like real estate. They make their money through ownership of stocks. This is why it's very important for you to make sure that you and your children and your family are well-versed on the ownership of stock and also on the ownership of real estate. And also your kids should be entrepreneurs by the time they're 12 years old. That's extremely important. That's something that I want for your family. All right. So uh, anyway, uh, one of the things that um, that I was reading today had to do with real estate. And uh, they were trying to solve this enigma. They were sort of like, you know, why are people not selling their houses? Uh, that's one of the interesting dynamics of the economy is that homes just aren't selling like they used to. Uh, the supply has dropped and the uh, price has remained pretty high. The, the median cost of a home in America now is $386,700 in counting, which is uh, pretty high. Only, I think, less than 10% of houses are less than $300,000, which is crazy. I remember, anybody remember back in the day when a $300,000 house meant you had it going on, like you were really balling out of control? Well, now $300,000 house, um, 
unfortunately, I kind of somebody might try to argue that you're slumming it. I don't think you're slumming it, but but still, that's the world we live in. It's a crazy world. And if you live out west, you know, you live in uh, you know Seattle or or the Bay Area or something, three hundred thousand dollars might get you a cardboard box. It's kind of crazy right now. Uh, the market has really shifted. Uh, and so uh, effectively, they were trying to figure out, they said, why are people not willing to sell their houses? Well, they thought that it was what they call the lock-in effect. The lock-in effect is where people have lower interest rates on their mortgages than the current interest rate. Interest rates have gone up because the Federal Reserve has been increasing interest rates slowly but surely in order to slow the economy down. They're trying to put the brakes on the economy and trying to keep it from going too fast. And uh, and so a lot of people felt that because uh, people were locked into these lower rates, that they're not selling their houses. And that is certainly true. There are some people who are uh, who are definitely are not selling their homes because of the lock-in effect. But they found that there were other variables that uh, that that they didn't consider. That it's not purely the lock-in effect that's keeping people from selling. So a few things that they mentioned is is this. Um, how about this? They like their house. <laughs> they just don't want to leave. Right. And, or that there's something's more important than money. And uh, and I thought that was really interesting. I'm, I'm glad that they documented that result. But it it, do, it doesn't surprise me. And it really made me sort of uh, reflect in terms of something I wanted to share with you guys, that as you become an investor and as you start thinking about ways to make money or save money or grow your money, I want you to always remember that when it comes to investing, there are some things that are more important than money. Your Your happiness is far more important than money. Uh, your health is more important than money. They say that health is wealth and uh, health is more important than wealth. You don't believe me? Go ask any billionaire. If, you, if, I, if I was asking any billionaire on his deathbed, which would you rather have, your money or your life? <laughs> which one do you think that the billionaire would pick? Which one do you think the billionaire would pick if he had a choice between having his money back or his wealth or his wealth back? Uh, he, Sorry. Well, sorry, I said that wrong. His money back or his health back, his health. Hey, you got to say health, boys, health. Right. Well, you well, you know the answer. Right. So so ultimately, uh, Juiced Up Reese, I see her in there. She gets it. She's got the fire emojis laid out. Juiced Up Reese, y'all got to follow her. The sister's great, great businesswoman, a good person. Um, but ultimately, in general, uh, the, the the idea of remembering that there are some things more important than money, I think, is what's really important. Uh, in terms of de delineating the difference between letting money be your slave versus letting money be your master, right? Money can either work for you or you can end up working for it, right? So so ultimately, uh, when it comes to that money, you got to be on top. You can't let the money be on top because that's how you end up with a, with, with, with a lifestyle similar to where this country is going. This country is a country where money's gotten on top. Money is now the demon that's kind of controlling the behavior, of our government is controlling the behavior of our society. That's why uh, you got corporations selling you food that's going to give you cancer. That's why you've got uh, people declaring war in the Middle East for no reason, just so they can make money for these uh, these companies that make weapons and missiles and everything else. That's why uh, your health more on healthcare than any country on earth, but yet you're ranked probably 33rd in the world, I think, in terms of quality of care. How is it that you spend more than everyone on the planet, but your quality of care is that low, right? Well, that's because we don't understand that there are some things more important than money. So uh, so a lot of people are not selling their houses because they like their house. They like where they live. They just don't want to move. They're not going to move so they can make an extra $10,000. Uh, they like the schools that their kids are in. My wife is like that. My wife doesn't, you know, you can offer a bunch your money and my wife would say no i don't want to move uh in fact when um one of my neighbors met us and my my neighbor he, he knew all about me he followed the podcast he said he said i kind of figured dr boyce watkins lived somewhere but i didn't think he would live in my neighborhood and i said why not he said well because we're regular people we're not 
like millionaires. And I said, yeah, but we want to, we're regular people too. And we like where we live. And, and part of what money is supposed to give you is the freedom to choose, right? The right to choose. It doesn't mean you have to go, what am I supposed to go do? do, do go live in Beverly Hills or something. I don't want to be around those people. I've been to Beverly Hills. It's not impressive to me, right? I want to be in a place where I'm happy. My spouse is happy. My kids are happy. Our life is good, right? So ultimately, uh, a lot of people are not selling their houses because they like where they live. They like where their kids are going to school. A lot of senior citizens don't want to move. They, they, you can offer them all kinds of money. You can offer them 20 times the value of the house. And what they figured out is something that a lot of young people haven't figured out yet. What they figured out is that it doesn't matter how much money you give me. I've still only got 10 more years left, right? <laughs> if I'm lucky, right? No matter, you can give me all the money in the world. What am I going to do with that money? It's not like I'm hanging out and having fun for the next 40 years. I'm not a 25 year old, right? So I, I'm a 75 year old. So, so right now my goal is to be as comfortable as I can be uh, until the good Lord calls me home. Now, uh, mind you, there uh, there could be a trade-off in terms of generational wealth, right? You get some money, you leave it to your kids, grandkids, all that, right? That could be part of the, the decision-making process. But in terms of the individual decision and your own quality of life, a lot of senior citizens uh, understand that there are things that cannot be bought. In fact, um, I saw this interesting chart where they had three things. They had time, money, and energy, and they ranked them uh, in terms of what was important. And so for the young guy, they had time, money, and energy. He had plenty of time. He did have plenty of energy, but he didn't have any money. So for, for the young guy, money was the number one variable. Well, then they got to the, the guy who's in, who's 45 years old. He's in his peak earning years. He's making a ton of money. And out of time, money, and energy, he's, he's got plenty of money now because he's making good money. He's got plenty of energy because he's still young, but he doesn't have a lot of time. And then when you get to the older person, when you look at time, money and energy, well, they've got plenty of time. They've got plenty of money because they've been saving their whole life, hopefully planning for retirement. But energy is the thing that they wish that they had. They wish they were young again. They wish they had that health back. Right. So so optimizing your life is more important than optimizing your financial portfolio. In fact, uh, your life, in my view, is what I call God's portfolio. That's a, a, a portfolio is nothing more than a bunch of assets that you own, a bunch of things you have that have value to you. And you have to manage these things and look at how they interact with each other and protect protect your wealth, protect your, your assets in various ways. So I would encourage you to remember this most important thing that I've been telling you guys on this channel for a long time, that, that you... Um, that you have a lot of things in your life that are more valuable than money and the most valuable things in your life have nothing to do with your bank account. So never ever think that you're poor just because you don't have money. Some of you are very wealthy, but you can't see it because you're blinded by your bank account. Give me a yes if you follow what I'm saying. Let me know if, if what I said was okay. All right, so uh, I'm not gonna spend much time here. I'm gonna head on out. We're, tonight we're doing stock options in the Black Business School. We're, we're doing um, a training how to make money without working. Uh, if you'd like to join us, you can go look at Dr. Boyce Prime and see what we do in the class. It's a great program. Everyone loves it. I know you'll love it too. Everything in the Black Business School has a 30-day, 100% money-back guarantee. And uh, also, if you'd like to get profit alerts sent to you via text, uh, just text the word STOCK to 31996. Text STOCK to 31996. And of course, my new book is The Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power. Thousands of you have read it. It's a bestseller. Thank you so much for your support. Well, uh, if you want to pass these this knowledge to your children, uh, then uh, what we did was we created some flashcards. So we have the Ten Commandments flashcards now, uh, which is kind of cool. And so if you go to drboycebooks.com, you can check out all that stuff. And also the book is on Audible if you just want to get the audio version. So anyway, guys, that's it. Uh, thank you for hanging out with me. What's up, Dr. Vibe?
everybody go follow the Dr. Vibe show. He's in the chat. Uh, I like this brother a lot and I want to really support what he's doing. And I just like supporting smart black people. So uh, shout out to all the intelligent black people out here in the world. I know the world may not see you the way you should be seen, but I see you and I love you and I appreciate you 100%. So God bless you guys. Have a wonderful day. Uh, please hit that thumbs up button on your way out. I'll see you soon. Peace.